Section 16 of the Letters of a Post-Impressionist. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elizabeth Solog. The Letters of a Post-Impressionist by Vincent van Gogh. Translated by Anthony Mario Ludovici. Section 16. More Letters to His Brother. Part 2. Now you must be more careful to keep in touch with T. Whether we are all successful or not, I am beginning to think that within a year or so, everything will be all right. It seems to me as if T and not R should found the Impressionist exhibition in England. You can tell G quite frankly that my decided opinion is that in his own interests as well as in the interests of the firm, his prices were ludicrous. After all that has happened, R must either pay handsomely, or the artist must shut the door in his face. I have seen enough of that sort of thing already, and after mature consideration, that is my opinion. With a price of three hundred francs, one spoils one's subsequent sales, and that is a thousand pities. I am in a frenzy of work, for the trees are blossoming, and I wish to paint a Provence orchard in all its unbounded cheerfulness and beauty. To keep a clear head for writing in the midst of it all is therefore no easy matter. Yesterday, for instance, I wrote some letters which I afterwards tore up. Every day I feel more strongly that we must do something in Holland, and it must be done with the utmost verve, and with that French gaiety which is worthy of the cause for which we stand. This is therefore a plan of campaign which will cost us the best pictures which we have produced together, pictures which are certainly worth a few thousand franc notes, or which have cost us, at least, something in money and a great deal in health and life. It would be a clear and sonorous reply to all the whispered suggestions that we are already half dead, and a revenge for your journey last year, and your cold reception, etc. But enough of this. Well, then suppose we give Jet Mauve the picture in memory of Mauve. A study to Breitner. I happen to have got one which is like the study I exchanged with R and Pizarro. Oranges on a white ground with a blue background. Then a few studies to our sister. And to the modern museum at The Hague, as so many memories are connected with it. The two Montmartre landscapes, which are at the Independence Exhibition. There still remains one other unpleasant thing. When T wrote, Send me Impressionist pictures, but only those which you consider very good, you put one of my pictures among the batch. And now I am in the infernal position of having to convince T that I am and will remain a real Impressionist of the Petit Boulevard. What do you say to my giving him a picture for his collection? Just lately I have been thinking things over, and have found something ever so much more amusing than my usual kind of study. It is a drawbridge, with a small yellow carriage upon it, and a group of washerwomen. In this study the ground is a glaring orange, the grass is very green, and the sky and the water are blue. It must have a frame of royal blue and gold, and the inside blue, and the outside a gilt molding. The frame might be made of blue plush, 
but it will be better to paint the wood blue. I cannot find time to write a quiet letter. My work absorbs me too much. But what I particularly wish to say to you is that I should like to paint a few studies for Holland, so as to have done with it. Quite recently, whilst thinking of Mauve, T, our mother and Will, I got more excited than was good for me, and I was comforted by the thought of painting a few pictures for home. After that I shall think no more about them, and think only of the Petit Boulevard. I am once again in the midst of work, and am still painting blossoming orchards. The air here is decidedly good for me. I only wish you could fill your lungs full of it. One of its effects is very strange. A small glass of cognac makes one drunk here. But as I do not feel the need of such stimulants in these parts to keep my blood circulating, my constitution will not suffer so much. I hope to be able to make real progress this year, for I sorely need to do so. I have a new orchard, which is just as good as the pink peach trees. It is an orchard of apricot trees, most delicately pink in color. At present I am working at some plum trees with yellow-white blossom and a maze of black branches. I am using an enormous amount of canvas and paint, but I trust that the money will not be wasted. Yesterday I witnessed a bullfight in which five men tormented the animal with banderillas and cockades. One of the toreadors was badly wounded while springing over a barricade. He was a fair man with blue eyes and displayed tremendous coolness. It was said that he had had enough for some time. He was dressed in light blue and gold, just like the three figures in the wood, in our picture Le Petit Cavalier by Monticelli. The arena is superb when it is crammed full of men and the sun is shining. This month will be hard for you and me, and yet, if we can only see our way to doing so, it would be to our advantage to paint as many blossoming orchards as possible. I am now in full swing, and I believe I shall have to paint the same subject ten times over. You know that, in my work, I like variety. My passion for painting orchards will not last forever. After them it will probably be the turn of the arenas. I also have a tremendous amount of drawing to do, for I should like to make drawings after the manner of Japanese crepe prints for I must strike the iron while it is hot, and after the orchards I shall be completely exhausted, for the sizes of the canvases are 32 inches by 24 and a half inches, 36 inches by 27 and a half inches, and 29 inches by 22 and a half inches. We should not have too many with twice the number, for I have an idea that these might break the ice in Holland. Mauve's death was a hard blow to me, and you will notice that the pink peach trees were painted with some agitation. I must also paint a starry night, with cypresses, or perhaps over a field of ripe corn. We get wonderful nights here. I am possessed by an insatiable lust for work. I should be glad to see the result at the end of the year. I trust that by that time I shall be less tormented by a certain feeling of ill-ease that is troubling me now. On some days I suffer terribly, but I am not greatly concerned about it, for it is simply the reaction of the past winter, which was certainly not normal. My blood renews itself, and that is the most important thing of all. 
my ambition is to make my pictures worth what i spend on them or something more because one must think of past expenses but we shall succeed even in this and even if everything does not turn out all right work is at least progressing all the while i am constantly meeting the danish painter but he is soon going home he is an intelligent fellow and his character and manners are impeccable though his painting is still very weak you will probably see him when he passes through paris you were quite right to visit bernard if he is going to do his military service in algiers who knows but what i may go to keep him company there i do believe that what k says is quite right i do not pay sufficient attention to values but later on they will have even more to complain about and they will say things that are no less true it is impossible to attach the same importance both to values and to colors theodore rousseau understood the mixing of colors better than anyone but time has blackened his pictures and now they are unrecognizable one cannot be at the pole and at the equator at once one must choose one's way at least this is what i hope to do and my way will be the road to color if you think the picture in memory of mauve will pass muster you ought to put it in a plain white frame and include it in the next batch of pictures you send to the hague if you should find among the other studies one which you think would be suitable for tea you might send it too without dedication and then you could keep the study on which there is a dedication and all you would have to do would be to scratch the words out it is better to send him a picture without any dedication for then if he should prefer not to have a picture of mine he can appear as if he did not know that we wished to present him with one and quietly send it back in any case i must offer him something just to prove that i am interested in the cause and that i know how to value to the full fact that he has taken it in hand but after all do everything as chance ordains as mauve and he were very great friends in the excitement of the moment it seemed to me the most natural thing in the world to paint something for tea at the same time as i painted the picture in memory of mauve and that is all i thought about the matter your muslim notion that death comes when it must might be looked into a little more deeply it seems to me that we have no proof of such a distinct control of destiny by a power above on the contrary it strikes me that a reasonable and hygienic mode of life can not only lengthen existence but can also render it both merry and bright whereas the neglect of hygiene in addition to disturbing the even course of our life may also bring it to a premature end have i not with my own eyes witnessed the death of a noble creature simply because he had no intelligent doctor to attend him he was so clear and so calm through it all and kept repeating if only i had another doctor and he died with a shrug of his shoulders and an expression on his face which i shall never forget i have been thinking of gauguin and i have come to the following conclusion if he cares to come here it will only cost him his journey and the two beds or two mattresses which we shall be compelled to buy but as g is a seaman we might perhaps be able to cook our food ourselves and live together for the same sum as that which it costs me to live alone 
you know that i have always thought it exceedingly foolish for painters to live alone one always loses when one is quite isolated you cannot manage to send him the wherewithal to live in brittany and me all that i need in provence but you might think it a good plan for us to share a common lot and then you might fix a certain sum let us say two hundred and fifty francs per month for which in addition to my work you would receive a gauguin once a month just a line in great haste to tell you that i have this minute received a note from gauguin he says that he has been too hard at work to write before but is ready to come south at any moment as soon as he can see the possibility of so doing they are having an amusing time over there painting discussing and contending with the virtuous englishmen he speaks in high praise of bernard's work and b is equally flattering about gauguin's i am now painting here with as much enthusiasm as the man of marseilles eats his bouillabaisse but this will not surprise you seeing that my subject consists of sunflowers i have three pictures in progress one large flowers in a green vase two three flowers two in the bud and one in bloom on a royal blue ground three twelve flowers and buds in a yellow vase the latter being light against light will i hope be the best of the three i shall probably not leave it at that pending the time when i shall share my studio with g i should like to decorate it with a scheme consisting only of large sunflowers in a restaurant near your shop in the boulevard montmartre there is as you know a beautiful decoration of this sort in my mind's eye i can still see the great sunflower in the shop window before me the whole scheme is to be a symphony of yellow and blue i set to work every morning from daybreak onwards for the flowers fade quickly and the whole thing must be done at one go i have a host of ideas for new pictures Today I saw the same collier being unloaded by coal heavers as that which I have already mentioned to you. At the same time I also saw vessels with cargoes of sand, of which I have sent you a drawing. That would be a splendid subject. But at present I am trying to discover a more simple technique, which perhaps is not impressionistic. I should like to paint in such a way that everyone with eyes to see could not help but read a clear message from my pictures i have received a letter from g in which he mentions the francs which you sent him and over which he was deeply touched he also refers to your having made suggestions concerning our project he had not yet received the definite proposal at the time of writing he says that when he was with his friend l in martinique he discovered that they were able to live more cheaply together than apart and that he is quite convinced of the advantages of a joint establishment his abdominal pains are as bad as ever, and he seems to be very sad. He hopes to be able to collect 600,000 francs with the view of founding an art dealer's establishment for the Impressionists, of which he will give you more explicit details. He also says that he would like to have you at the head of the undertaking. I should not be at all surprised if this did not prove to be a fata morgana, castles in the air inspired by hunger. The greater one's straits for money, more particularly if one is ill besides, the more readily one thinks of possibilities of this sort. In this very idea, therefore, I seem to see the proof that he is broken down, 
and that he must be put on his legs again as soon as possible. He says that when seamen have to lift a heavy weight, or when they are weighing anchor, they all sing together, in order to increase their strength and to raise their spirits. And that is just what the artists do not do. I should be very much surprised, therefore, if he were not glad to come here. But in addition to his hotel and travelling expenses, there will also be his doctor's bill to pay, so it will be somewhat difficult. It seems to me that he will have to escape from the place with his debts and leave pictures there as a pledge. I had to do the same thing in order to go to Paris. Although I lost a heap of things on that occasion, one cannot do otherwise in such circumstances, for it is better to step forward than to stand still and rot. If G prefers to run the risk of plunging into business, if he really hopes to achieve something in Paris, in heaven's name let him go there. But I think it would be wiser for him to come here, at least for a year. I have seen someone here who came back from Tongking quite ill through his stay in that delightful country. But he has completely recovered his health here. If you were to see La Camargue and many other places in this part of the world, you would be as surprised as I am at the country being so exactly in the character of Ruzdile. I am at work upon a new theme. Fields as far as the eye can see, both green and yellow. I have drawn them twice already, and am beginning a picture of them. It is just in the style of a Solomon Koenig, you know, the pupil of Rembrandt, who used to paint those vast and endless plains, or of a Michel or a Jules Dupré. In any case, it is something very different from rose gardens. It is true that I have studied only one side of Provence, and that on the other side nature has another aspect, such as Claude Monet used to render, for instance. I am really anxious to know what G is going to do. He says that on one occasion he had 35,000 francs worth of Impressionist pictures bought by Durand Ruel, and hopes to be able to do the same for you. In my opinion, Gauguin's safest line of business would be the painting and sale of his own pictures. I still have in my possession A Starry Night, The Furrows, The Poet's Garden, The Vineyard. What poetical landscapes! We will not attach too much importance to these studies, which, though the painting of them certainly cost one more in heart's blood than the others, are nevertheless not so marketable. If you had sent me one hundred francs, I should also have painted the sea at St. Marie's. The ruthless mistral is now blowing, which is bad for work, but before real winter comes, we shall have some more fine weather, and in any case I hope to be able to add a few more studies to the series I now have in hand. I can only finish a picture when it is framed. The pitiless mistral is blowing, but I have to keep myself constantly ready for I have to paint during the short intervals, and then everything must be in order for the battle to be fought. The canvas has not yet been sent, and the matter is most urgent. Do please order ten or at least five meters at once. It is pressing. Today I bought some here in order, weather permitting, to be ready tomorrow or the day after. I am wholly absorbed in my work, and I will certainly not give in if only I can keep in the vein. All these large pictures are good, but very trying. Enclosed, I send you a letter I wrote yesterday, 
in it you will see what i think of the portrait of g which he has sent me it is too black and too sad even so i must confess that i like him but he will change and must come here one should not work prussian blue into one's drawing of a face for then it ceases to be flesh and becomes wood i think and hope however that the other Brittany pictures are better as regards colour than his portrait which after all was painted in a hurry believe me i exaggerate neither in regard to g nor to his portrait he must eat take walks with me see our house as it is and give a helping hand and in a word thoroughly divert himself he has lived cheaply it is true but it has made him so ill that he can no longer distinguish a bright from a sombre tone in any case it is exceedingly distressing and it is high time for him to come here where he will soon get well again meanwhile forgive me if i exceed my allowance i shall work all the more for it since thursday i have been so hard up that from then until monday i had only two real meals at other times i had only bread and coffee which i had to have on credit and i paid for it to-day if you can therefore send me something quickly this time things have gone pretty hard with me i got to the end of my money on thursday and it seemed an age to wait until noon on monday during these four days i have lived principally upon twenty-three cups of coffee and the bread i ate with them is not yet paid for that is not your fault but mine if one speak of fault at all in the matter for i was frantically anxious to see my pictures in their frames and i had paid a little more than i could afford more particularly as the month's rent and attendance had to be settled as well as far as i am concerned old chap it would not matter but i feel how you two must suffer under the stress which work imposes upon us and my only consolation is to think that you would approve of my using every possible effort so long as the fine weather lasts i cannot say it has been fine for the last few days as a ruthless north wind has been blowing and has driven all the faded leaves furiously before it but between this and winter the finest days and the most beautiful effects of light will come and then i shall have to devote all my energies to my work i am so much in the mood for painting that i simply could not stop suddenly do you know how much i have left for the week and after four days of fasting exactly six francs and something to eat at midday but this evening all i shall have will be a crust of bread and all my money is spent on the house and on the pictures for i have not even got three francs left in order to one ought not to attach most importance to those studies which give one a great deal of trouble and which nevertheless are not so pleasing as the pictures which are the result and fruit of those studies and which one paints as if in a dream without nearly so much trouble enclosed i send you a letter which i wrote a day or two ago on g's portrait i have not the time to write it again but i lay the most stress on the following points i do not like all this ugliness in our work save in so far as it shows us the way our duty is however neither to tolerate it on our own account nor to make others tolerate it on the contrary i also send you herewith a letter from g fortunately he is getting well again i should be extremely glad if r were to do something for him 
still r has a wife children and a studio and he is building a house so i can well understand that even a rich man cannot always spend money on pictures even if it were only a hundred francs i believe it would be a great change for me if g were here for day after day goes by now without my ever exchanging a word with a soul in any case his letter was a great joy to me if one lived too long in the country one gets quite besotted and even if this has not happened to me yet it might make me unproductive in the winter this danger would vanish if he came for we should never be at a loss for ideas if work progresses favorably and courage does not fail us we may reckon on a number of interesting years in the future end of section 16 recording by elizabeth solog bethlehem pennsylvania